Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Oh, are we are we starting with this? Oh, it's going to be a good day when we start with Steve Perry. I actually have a Steve Perry story that I want to share with you guys after we all cinnamon gum this. You guys ready? Cinnamon gum! All together now. Cinnamon gum! All right, this is just getting too much. It's never too much. It's <laughs> it's cinnamon gum time. Watch you convulse over there. You guys. When you do that song. It is like he just got a shock from an AED or something. <laughs> Maybe gosh. I did. It's like you're being brought back to life. Hello. Hello. Uh, you guys, last night I stumbled across on Netflix, and I cannot remember the name of it. It was like the day that changed music or something. I don't remember, but it was about day the music died. No, oh. it was about the. Do- it was a documentary about how uh, we are the world. You know, USA for Africa's mm-hmm. We Are the World came mm-hmm. together, and it was really ridiculously well done because they used all the unseen footage. They had like multiple cameras going, and somebody has obviously squirreled that away for weeks and weeks or years and years, decades and decades. And um, it was just funny to watch all of the stars from, you know, the epic stars that were mega. Oh, some of the biggest names in the business. Uh, Daryl yeah. Hall, Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie, Quincy Jones, Cindy Lauper, uh, the biggest names of the 80s. Uh, Steve Perry was in, in. He was. Was on that song. Was it possibly called 1971, the year that. The year that music changed everything? No, because no, he's no. talking about USA for Africa, which was 1985. Oh, gotcha. So it tells the whole story about how the song came together and how they had one shot to do it after the American Music Awards in 1985. And and it goes at really in-depth, like, um, you know, why Prince wasn't there. Because yeah, he Prince, was not on it. Prince was That's not right. on it, but Prince was at the AMAs. Same for Madonna. And when they came right down to it, they it's really funny, the, the, all the behind-the-scenes juice, g- gossipy juice that you get. But um, <laughs> so bless Al Jarreau's heart. It's a good thing that Al Jarreau has passed on. Rest in peace, Al Jarreau. The greatest night in pop. Yeah, that's it. The greatest night in pop. Um, so <laughs> poor Al Jarreau has one line and literally cannot get 
it. He cannot get it. And it's the line that is right before Bruce, Strings, Bruce Springsteen comes in and he goes, we are the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, a little overdramatic Bruce. Right. Bruce is always overdramatic. But, like, you just see Al going through it over and over. And, and every time <laughs> Bruce gets ready to step up and go, we are the Oh, sorry. I have to, I have to take that. I'll do it again. So uh, do you know a uh, little music trivia here? Do you know who wrote the song We Are the World? Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie. That is correct. Yes. And you find out that nugget and how originally Stevie Wonder was supposed to write it, but Stevie Wonder dillied and dallied too long, and so yeah. it came down. The, the bulk of the song was written by Lionel Richie. And you know, we saw we saw him in concert. Um, yeah, Willie Nelson was on there too. That's right. Um, we saw Lionel Richie. In concert at the Sprint Center. That's, this is it. That's Al Jarreau. And then here comes okay. Bruce. <laughs> so play that little snippet of Al Jarreau. That was the right before that, Bruce. He had trouble with that line? Al Jarreau could not get his act together. and so they Was just, he drunk? Maybe. Okay. So, but let's... Okay, <laughs> let's give it up for Willie. Brad. 11 T- words. 11 words. <laughs> And and every time Bruce leans into the mic and he goes, and then they go, nope, cut again. And so by like the 19th time, Bruce is like, all right, Al, (laughs) Al, let's get it together. So anyway, it was, it was a good watch. And then, oh, and then of course, Steve Perry, Steve Perry of cinnamon gum fame Mm -hmm. steps up, nails it in one take. So a year after that, a bunch of heavy metal artists got here in aid. Yes, that's right. Hear, I look here in aid. You want to know why I know that? It's because I went down a wormhole. Oh, last night? Yeah. Uh Here in Aid did a song called Stars. Do you remember? I see Ted Nugent, Chris Holmes from Wasp. There's Neil Sean. Oh, there's Rob Halford from Judas Priest. Kevin DeBro. Uh Don Dockin, Mick Mars. How do I remember all these people? Because hair metal was your jam. Rudy and it, Sarzo. It was your destiny. It's like, a, it's a 10 minute, 35 second song. Well, that is an opus. <laughs> that is an opus. It has to, like five guitar solos. Do you know, did I ever tell you that I interviewed Rob Halford not too long yes, ago? Yes, we talked about that uh, right after you did it. Because I went and saw him in concert yes. right after you interviewed him. He was a joy and a he's delight. A, he's a wonderful human being. Uh, 35 years sober. Yes. Um, and we, we talked about that. Yep. And I saw him in Wichita right after you interviewed him. I went down to Wichita and went to the Judas Priest concert with my brother. And, uh, at the end of the show, he talked about his sobriety and he said, I'm 35 years sober. And if any of you in this room have a problem, there is hope. I'm about to cry. And he was so, he just kind of, it was right before their last encore. Mm -hmm. And he just uh, walked across the, the band had left the stage. I guess this was his moment to talk to the crowd for a little bit. Uh And he just walked across the stage and he talked about his sobriety and being 35 years sober and you don't have to suffer anymore. And mm -hmm. Uh, I was just moved. I was horribly moved uh, by this. 75-year-old man uh-huh. who is, let's be honest. A legend? He is a heavy metal legend. And to be in the same room with him, I was like, oh, my God, I'm in the same building as Rob Halford. 
And to hear him be so vulnerable and honest and open about something that he had to deal with, that I was dealing with at the time myself. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, it, it was it was riveting. He, in the middle of the interview, I said, you know, it's funny the amount of people who, once you, like, tell start telling people that you're sober or that, you you know, you're on a sober journey or about your experiences. And he he actually said the, the term that kind of stuck in my brain, and I use this term to this day. He said, you know, I sort of, by proxy, I became the sober whisperer. And I was like, oh, I am totally stealing that, Rob Halford, because... What did he mean by that? Like, people just feel a kindred spirit with him. They feel like they can talk to him about, you know, their alcoholism or he's the, he has enough bandwidth to sort of take on people's alcoholism and sort of help them push through it. And I'm sure that's why he gets up at the end of every concert because yeah. he has yeah. 35 and, and years. And full disclosure stuff. for the, those of you who are new to the show and, and Michael and I have made no secret about it. The two of us are both recovering alcoholics. Yep. Just for, just so everybody knows. Um, yeah, I was, I was blown away. I mean, he, and he probably talked for about five minutes, and I hung on every word. And God knows there were plenty of other people. I, I was not alone. Right. There were plenty of other people in that arena who were hanging on every single word that came out of his mouth. And then they came out and did uh, Living After Midnight. It was awesome. <laughs> of course. <laughs> he it, he was so candid and so open and honest and just I, I really connected with him, and not just because we're sober buddies, but it just he I got to give Rob Halford props. Also, because uh, on his Instagram, he also posts cat pictures on Saturdays, and he calls them catterdays. Catterdays. He posts pictures of cats on his Instagram on Saturdays. How, how, how awesome is that? Catterdays. <laughs> Thank you, Rob All Halford, right, Michael, for that. Michael Mackey for MichaelMackey.com. He is filling in today for Dana Wright. My name is Scott Parks. That guy over there, the handsome fellow, is Sam Stevie III here on Dana and Parks. What's up? Go your own way. And a good Tuesday afternoon. Man, are, are we in the second fake spring now? This is a fake spring. Don't be deceived by the second no, I, fake spring. I think this is still first fake spring. Oh, we're still it first. Didn't get cold again yet. Okay, so I'm we're sure still in first fake spring. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got we it. have time. We have time. No problem. Uh, hey, uh, ladies and germs. Guess what I did this weekend? I have big news. Self big. In, self invited yourself to a AFC Championship party. I 100 percent invited myself Hilarious, to your um, to your uh, watch party. Yes, thank you for that. No, you guys. <laughs> And he showed up. And I showed up. <laughs> you know me. I would go to the opening of an envelope. You just need to invite me. But if you don't invite me. I'll, I'll invite just, myself. I'll just invite myself and show up because I know where you live. So, no. Okay. So, way back in like 2021, I, I was a travel writer. You guys remember that? And I got these like really rando assignments because I was like low man on the totem pole. So, I never really got any you, you good. Did. You did like uh, that one place in Wisconsin that's got, on that little peninsula. I got Door County, Wisconsin, yeah, which was, was cool. which was lovely. So as I've as I've grown as a travel writer and an, and an influencer and all those things, I've started to get better assignments. Well, out of nowhere, literally out of the ether, you guys, I got an assignment in December <clears throat> to visit Lake Charles, Louisiana, this past weekend. That's a great place to go. Said no one ever. Hey, hush. I knew nothing 
nothing, not a zip zilch about Lake Charles, Louisiana. And let me tell you, it is now my new jam. Uh, forget Shreveport. Is for, it awesome? Forget New Orleans. Yes, it is now. I don't have enough good things to say about it. I learned so much. For instance, do you guys know what Boudin is? I'm sorry? Boudin. Can you spell that? B-O-U-D-I-N, but the N is silent. Boudin? Boudin. Uh, is it sexual in nature? It, oh, no, it is not sexual in nature. It sounds like something it is, sexual. It's a, <laughs> you want a Boudin? No, hush. <laughs> it is a staple, and it is made of pork meat, liver, rice, onions, parsley, and various seasonings, and I ate my weight in it. Boudin. Uh, boudin. Okay. Boudin. Oh, boudin. Do you have oh, to say it like that? Well, or, or, that's how the that's how the Creole and Cajun they say Because if you say I would like some boudin, they know that you're not a, you're not you're from out of town. Did you know that going down there? I did not. And so I you ordered boudin. I I ordered boudin, and boudin. they were like, oh no, no, absolutely boudin. boudin. So absolutely not. And um, I was not at all familiar with Zydeco music at all. And, oh, I hate Zydeco music. Okay, okay, enough. Uh, but there was a particular tune. Like, I got off the plane, and this particular tune was playing, and I'd never heard it. Better not. Don't, don't you touch her, Boudin. Okay. So, the doctor uh, slapped her behind. It was. It's a fun little kitschy, quirky song that was a, a minor hit back in 1985. But I swear to God <laughs> and Jesus and baby Jesus. It was? Yes, it was a minor hit, and okay. it won a Grammy. And huh. the um, and uh, but in Lake Charles, Louisiana, you guys, they play that song like every fifteen minutes. Like that song is ingrained in my essence. It is forever seared into my medulla oblongata. Okay, uh huh. Don't mess with my toot toot. And now it's uh, now it's an earworm in your ear. You're welcome. So anyway, uh, they sent me to a very lovely uh, like gaming. And wildlife refuge. I went out on the on the big boat. And what's the 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 boat with? Anyway, I went out on a boat. You're talking about a fan boat? Yeah, fan boat. Went out on a fan boat because fan boats. And um, the did you just go southern there. Went out on a fan boat. Went out on a fan boat. <laughs> no, did I sound southern? No, that was him. Oh, anyway, sorry. and uh, <laughs> the tour guide. He's like, "Hello, my name is Scooter," <laughs> and oh, I go, "Your name is Scooter." And of course, what no. did I immediately Don't start? You dare. I did. Don't you call me Scooter? No, I will not call you Scooter. Oh, okay. But I was like, you know what my favorite song is, Scooter? It is Don't Mess with My Scoot Scoot. Okay. Don't mess. And he was like, okay. Get off my boat. Yeah, he was like, you're a lot. <laughs> you're a lot. <laughs> you're a lot. Now, they, I will say, <laughs> you're a lot. So, I don't have enough good things to say about it. It's like 20 minutes, maybe 30 minutes from the Texas border, but it's sort of right. It's southwest Louisiana, but it's just, it could not be more genuine and more authentic. Okay, that's yeah, enough of that. That's enough of that. Um, did but, you get to go to the coast? <clears throat> yes, I did all the things. And I probably ate 85,000 calories per day. In shrimp, and that's just in no, shrimp. No, shrimp, shrimp is almost calorie less. Well, you can't get, you well, cannot get fat off. Not shrimp. when you fry it or make it into oh, a yeah. fricassee or whatever. Oh well, yeah, if you throw other stuff on it, but shrimp is almost calorie less. So I was trying to find things that I wanted to, these things that would interest me, you know, arts and things like that. But small world, you know, because all roads in my world lead back to Dolly Parton. Fun fact. Dolly Parton recorded her very first single, Puppy Love, in Lake Charles, Louisiana, back in 
1959. Listen to how young she sounds. She's been around that long? That is Dolly Parton at age no uh, way. 13. No way. That was her. Yes, it was. So there you go. I'll be darned. Uh, I will say Would that you recommend it? I would wholly recommend it. And I, this is the other thing I didn't know. Uh, poor Lake Charles got uh, lambasted by not one, but two Whopper uh, hurricanes back in 2020. So they are still rebuilding, but they have found a renaissance and then some. And uh, I don't have enough. If you're a foodie, you need to go to there and get yourself some gumbo and some what? Boudin. 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 Uh, do they have their own airport or did you fly into Houston? I flew into Houston. I, I will say it 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 is it takes a minute to get there because it's a teeny teeny tiny regional airport, but it's worth it. Okay. So there you go. Uh, My job here is done. Okay. From CNN, ticket prices for this year's Super Bowl matchup between the Kansas City Chiefs and the San Francisco 49ers might even make billionaire Taylor Swift blush. As of today, uh, the February 11th game is the most expensive Super Bowl on record. The average price for a ticket, would you care to guess? $2,500. $2,500. $2,500. Multiply that by four. Doesn't even get you in the door. $10,000. Thousand dollars, which is seventy percent more expensive than last year's. Ten thousand dollars. The current get-in price, the cheapest ticket you can find right now for the Super Bowl, is eight thousand one hundred eighty-eight dollars. And is that like nosebleed, nosebleed? Uh, that or? is the third row from the back, according to the seats that I found yesterday. That is dangling off the back yeah. of the stadium, being able to look over the railing to watch. It the isn't game. even a seat; it's just you kind of have to. Don't sneeze; you might fall to your death. Right. Uh, the twenty twenty game, which the Chiefs played in, uh, was the la- was the previously most expensive Super Bowl on record: six thousand three hundred seventy dollars. I love. By the way, I don't. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Oh no! no, Let me just add very quickly. uh, They say one of the major factors for the price hike on the tickets this year is the city where it's being held, Las Vegas. My friends are not going to the Super Bowl, but they did on a whim book a trip to Vegas to watch the Super Bowl in Vegas with a bunch of Motley Crew, with the rest of the Chiefs Motley Crew. I thought that was pretty spontaneous. Good for them. So yeah. Uh, sports bettors have spoken. Super Bowl 2024 will not end in a fairy tale engagement for Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey. Uh, FanDuel, uh, shameless plug, one of our advertisers, uh, began offering props on the couple with odds on Kelsey to propose to Swift, opening at plus 190 for yes and negative 250 for no. Mm-hmm. 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 Let's see what else we got. What's, uh, what's the over-under? What are we betting? Uh, Chiefs. San Francisco's a one-point favorite. Oh, a one-point favorite. Mm-hmm. All right. It's going to be a tight uh, I also found out uh, this morning that no matter how many times we tried yesterday to figure out whether or not Taylor Swift could make it to the Super Bowl on time after her Tokyo performance, we were never correct in our math. Uh, it is 17 hours difference, and that leaves her plenty of time to make it to the game should she so choose. Well, like I said to John last hour, we don't do math on this show. It's very dangerous and painful. Math is hard. It does. It hurts. We tried four times yesterday, and we failed all four times. We were terrible. All right, quick break. Michael Mackey from MichaelMackey.com. Filling in for Dana Wright. Uh, This is the 12th anniversary. Happy anniversary, you guys. I love that Dana's not here. Of the Dana and Parks program. (laughs) It's the 12th anniversary of Dana and Parks minus Dana. Bless. (laughs)
worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. You know, there's something about this story I just don't like. Uh-oh, what are we talking about? Uh, the three guys who were found dead outside of their f- friend's house. Uh, that, that is literally when I was traveling this weekend. I don't care where I was, if I was in Houston. or That's that all is, anybody that's talked about. That's all anybody can talk mm-hmm. about. They're yeah. like, Kansas City, those three guys who died up there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, it was all over cable news this weekend. Uh, here's a story from the New York Post. So you know it's real. Uh, well, you just know it's gone national. Yeah. Uh, one of the Kansas City Chiefs fans found dead in a scientist's backyard was positioned on a lawn chair on the back porch and was not lying flat. One of the victim's brothers revealed as he slammed the police for failing to provide the grieving families with any answers. Jonathan Price said he has been searching for answers since his brother, Ricky Johnson, 38 years old, was found dead alongside David Harrington, 37, and Clayton McGinney, 36, in the backyard of a Missouri home on January 9th. As a brother, said Price, I'm looking at everything. He shared that he had discovered that Harrington was found on a lawn chair on the back porch rather than all three laying flat, which paints a picture we didn't have from the very beginning. That's his quote. Price also ripped apart the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department, who have said there is no evidence of foul play, as he suggested his brother may have unknowingly taken an unknown substance. Quoting here again from the brother, I'm not saying there was or was not a crime, but if you immediately suspect no foul play, then you should have a story. You should have something to tell the families. And for no one to hear anything, that doesn't make sense. It's the same every day with the lack of answers and the inability to truly mourn without any and it's so weird that the uh, that KCPD like emphatically was like, nope, it's absolutely positively not homicide. You know, like had they just keep reinforcing it. And that's probably true. Yeah, but they just keep reinforcing it. But well, ev- and in everybody that inst- has questions. In that instance, they're saying that because there weren't any bullet holes. Right. There wasn't any sign of struggle. There wasn't any obvious 
trauma to the bodies. I'm curious, how does the brother, how did the brother find out? Did, did he see crime I scene? I mean, they, you can't tell me there aren't crime scene photos out there. Uh, Jordan Willis, that's the scientist who owns the house or who was renting the house. Uh, Jordan Willis claims he spent the 48 hours between the game and when the bodies were discovered, 48 hours, uh -huh. quote, asleep on the couch next to a loud fan while wearing noise-canceling headphones, unaware of the flurry of calls and messages from loved ones trying to locate the three missing men. I'm going to call BS on this. And I Listen, and I'm going to allege everything from here on out. Same. Okay? Because I don't want to get sued. But there is something about this story that just does not ring right with me. Listen. I've abused substances in my life. Same Z's. I've abused a lot of substances in my life. I'm a recovering alcoholic. I've been so drunk I couldn't even get upstairs to go to bed sometimes. I have slept on the couch. I have never slept on the couch for 48 hours. Mm -mm. Ever. Nope. And at no point did he get up to go to the bathroom. At no point did he get up to get something to eat or drink. At no point did he look outside to see what the weather was like and notice that his friend's cars were still there or that their dead bodies were in the backyard. Something does not ring right. But I'm also uh, interested with the, and everybody's lawyered up, but even the, there was a fifth person there. Yes, there was, who left at midnight. Who of left course, at we midnight. didn't hear about it until... <clears throat> a week after the story broke. Mm -hmm. But he also has lawyered up. So I, it, it, nothing is nothing will come to fruition until the toxicology reports. You, you, you know what, what is amazing to me? But, but you know what? The, I, I think the police need to say something. And they've said nothing other than the basic facts of the case. We found three bodies in the yard. We don't know what's going on. Uh, the homeowner was there. He doesn't live there anymore. He was asleep on the couch for 48 hours. Okay. But prior to getting the toxicology back, what can they say that isn't more than pure speculation? Fair point. Yeah. Because they've <clears throat> all lawyered up. They're not going to say a word because if it was some sort of incredibly horrible accident where it, there was no foul play truly, anything that they say could incriminate them. Yeah. Scott Peterson. <laughs> don't They're not going to say anything. started on that. Isn't They're not going to say a word about it. Uh, sidebar about Scott Peterson. Isn't there a new documentary out about no, him? No, it's an old documentary, but oh. well, we just got turned on to it because the L.A. Innocence Project is now taking up his case. Oh. Is the uh, the Scott Peterson documentary, Where is it? when's it from? Like? It's on A&E. It's from 2017. Okay. He, he, he didn't do it. But the police in this case are not going to say a word because if they speculate in any way, shape, or form and they're wrong, they'll never hear No, you know, Sam, and you're right, and I was wrong. That's fair. I was wrong. It's also, while we're on the subject of just odd stories that nobody's talking about, but I everybody's curious about, what, whatever, what, did we ever figure out what happened with the Jericho home improvement guy? I mean, that was headline news for a day, and then I haven't heard a peep. Um, Nothing. Not a zilch. The investigation is ongoing. Yeah. Okay. That's what we got. I know, but I can't say. Oh, all right. Well, duly noted. So, toxicology reports, hurry up and wait.
Take your time. Hurry up. Please. Yeah. So it. We're, we're what three weeks out now from when they were found? You talking about the three three, yeah. three guys in there? Yeah. Uh, about three weeks. So we probably have anywhere from three to five more weeks to wait. Uh, what I saw the other day was that it's uh, two to four when they don't find anything. Right. Six to eight when they do find something. Uh, from the text line, that is not true, Scott. The police have said multiple times they don't suspect foul play. Okay. That's true. And I don't suspect foul play. But here's what I don't understand. And maybe there was drugs involved. Maybe there wasn't. Maybe there was a lot of alcohol involved. Maybe there wasn't. (laughs) Having said that, these three guys are outside. And clearly there was some sort of crisis. Clearly. Thank you, Captain Obvious. You're welcome. Nobody thought to go get in a car. Nobody thought to call 911. Nobody thought to go knock on a neighbor's door. What was the, there was some story today about the, a guy who videotaped the backyard. Well, I haven't heard that. I think it was on, not that I watched the station, that's why it's just sort of vague to me, but it was on Ashley Banfield, some, a, a, a neighbor has video apparently of something because they were talking about it today. So telephone number here is 913-586-7798. I've been amazed how this story has not only captivated the nation. As I was mentioning, I was watching uh, cable news over the weekend and saw multiple stories and interviews on, on this very story. I've also been amazed at how much this story has captivated young people. Uh, my daughter was over at the house the other day. Uh-huh. And she said, what, what do you know about the three guys in the backyard? I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, the three, the three guys who died in the backyard up in Kansas City, Missouri. I said, how do you know about that? I mean, she's 23 years old. I don't think she reads the paper, watches a lot of TV news. She goes, oh, it's all me and my friends are talking about. It's all over TikTok. Oh, is that where? Yeah. Is that what it is? So you've got these influencers putting in their opinions. You know, it's just a video of their face with a picture of the house in the background and a Chiefs logo. Did you Did you hear that there were three men, Chiefs fans, found in? Yeah, all their speculation. Huh. Telephone number here is 913-586-7798. Nancy in Riverside. Hi, Nancy. Hi. How are you guys? We're well. Thank you Thanks, for asking. Nancy. Hey, um, you know, the minute that I heard that story... I didn't, I don't, what happened to the fiance that broke in? Who does that? They're not answering, not answering. She breaks in and they haven't talked about her since. So that's my question. Uh, And and Sam will jump in here in just a second, Nancy. I'm going to keep you on the line because there's an interesting fact about the window that she broke into. Yeah, I figured. Sam, are we, are we sharing this? Are we not? We did the other day. Oh, we did? Yeah. Uh, somebody sent me a picture of the video or of the window, uh, and they claim, obviously I can't see it in the picture, but they claim that the broken glass was not on the inside of the home. It was on the outside. Oh. Dun, 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 dun. And the, the video that uh, of the neighbor was when the police showed up, but I don't know if it was anything telltale. 913-586-7798. Michael Mackey, Sam Stevie the Third. My name is Scott Parks uh, here on KMBZ.
couple of quick headlines here before we get to the top of the hour news. Uh, we might do some terrible jokes later this afternoon. It is a Tuesday, after all. Uh, President Joe Biden told reporters today he has made a decision about the U.S. response to the drone strike that killed three U.S. service members and injured 30 others in Jordan. Asked by CNN whether he has decided how to respond, the president simply said yes, but declined to provide further detail. Uh, the Sunday attack on the small outpost was the first time that American troops have been killed by enemy fire in the Middle East since the beginning of the war in Gaza. Administration officials have feared that outcome since the October 7th Hamas attack on Israel because it would require a strong American response, which the administration is worried could lead to a broader conflict. Uh, the president today reiterated that he is hoping to deter a broader conflict in the Middle East, saying, and I quote, I don't think we need a wider war in the Middle East. That's not what I am looking for. Uh, heard speculation on the cable news that that response may come as early as today. If it does, of course, we will break in and let you know. Mm -hmm. um, we, we talked yesterday uh, for about four, four hours about the Chiefs going to the Super Bowl. Thank God I wasn't here yesterday. Yeah, you would have not fared well. Okay. Um, and I made reference, and Sam, you'll, you'll be my witness, that the Chiefs are now the new New England Patriots. That oh, yeah. Everybody hates the Kansas City Chiefs except oh. people who live in Kansas City. And I would agree. Um, my friend uh, Dave True put out on Facebook this chart. They have done the research. Mm -hmm. Negative sentiment toward NFL teams on Twitter. Okay. X, whatever the hell it is now. The team with the most negative sentiment on Twitter over the last 90 days. So this is not just since the Chiefs made it to the Super Bowl. Okay. This is the last three months. The Chiefs are number one. Oh. Oh. There were more negative comments made about the Chiefs on Twitter than any other team in the NFL over the last 90 days. Care to guess number two? Somebody's jealous. Who? Ravens? Cowboys. Oh, of course. Yeah. Everybody hates the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> America's uh, most hated team. Yeah. Your top five are number one, the Chiefs, most hated team in America. Cowboys, number two. Eagles, number three. Ravens, number four. Patriots, number five. The teams that are talked about the least negatively on Twitter, in order from bottom going back up, Jaguars, fewest negative comments. Okay. Colts, Buccaneers, Washington Commanders slash Redskins, and the Arizona Cardinals. Does anyone pay attention to the Jaguars? Is that why they're so, like, low man on the totem pole, literally, figuratively, and literally? Probably. Okay. Yeah. They, they seem like kind of a non-factor, so why would you say? Way to offend everyone in Jacksonville, America's largest city by area in the contiguous 48. <laughs> yeah, I did hear that. Other than Alaska. Why did we say that so wispily? I don't know. In the lower 48. In the lower 48. Uh, if you're one of the millions of consumers joyfully sharing your lives with someone right now, the National Retail Federation thinks you're really going to show up this Valentine's Day. The organization projecting total spending on significant others on Valentine's Day yes. will reach $14.2 billion. billion. With a buh. Mm-hmm. And while inflation has affected a host of categories across the economy in recent years, the projected higher spending is not necessarily the result of higher prices. Instead, American... Okay. <laughs> Sorry, continue. Wow. 
from the peanut gallery, Sam. What's, who, who, was, who was that? Where did that come from? I sneezed. It was, you know, it was oh. a cough, you know, a okay. little tickle. <laughs> uh, people are normalizing their Valentine's spending when it comes to what they purchase for non-romantic relationships in their lives. Wait, who buys a Valentine's Day gift for somebody you're not romantically involved with? Uh, not many people. But the story also says that it's not due to higher prices. So what can we believe? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Sam. That was pretty funny where you just randomly chimed in. My apologies. In. It, I, it just got the better of me. You know, the spirit, it it's overcame Tourette's. me. It's Tourette's. Oh, poor Sam. He can't help himself. All right, bless. <laughs> uh, New Jersey lawmakers are finally moving to outlaw smoking in Atlantic City casinos. They move welcomed by some tobacco-weary workers, but blasted by others who fear that a ban on smoking could scare off gamers and lead to massive staff layoffs. Why would it scare off game? I mean, only 20% of the American population smokes. Yeah, 19% of that 20% spends a lot of time in casinos. Well, that's a fair point. But, but, and I don't gamble, but uh, <laughs> if I were a gambler, uh, I would be more inclined to go to a casino that did not allow smoking. <laughs> what's, that, what's that line? 60% of the time it works every time. That doesn't, that doesn't make, make any, any sense. sense. <laughs> Jinx, you owe me a Coke. <laughs> 100% of the 20% of smokers go to casinos. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. I mean, I gave them, you know, 1% of leeway. 1% of smokers don't go to casinos, but I bet that the rest do. Hey, speaking of, I went to my very first casino in probably four or five years when I was down Lake Charles. And guess who won? Uh, did you? I won on the second poll. I went and played a little slot action, and Mama walked away with $54. Yeah, I did. And then I walked out. So it was good. All right, quick break for the news. Back Winning. over there is Sam Stevie the Third. He is Michael Mackey filling in today for Dana Wright on the 12th anniversary of Happy the Dana Parks anniversary. Program. My name is Scott Parks. News is next here on KMBZ. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 